Thanks for tuning into podcast number five. I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to these, uh, listen to these podcasts, and and uh, taking the time to to write in and ask for some uh, ask for some different topics. And this is this is where this podcast came from was was reading through those and realized that a lot of the questions that were being asked were were from people essentially listening to advice. So this podcast is advice versus technique. There's a massive difference between advice versus technique. There's a lot of advice out there. There's very little technique out there. So let's dive right into it. Advice. Advice is a recommendation or a suggestion. That's it, right? There's nothing, there's nothing very specific about it. It's, hey, Bill, boy, you really could go faster through turn two. That's it. Technique. Technique is a specific skill or habit learned through training. They're, they're totally, totally different. And yes, there's a ton of advice out there. And of course, most advice is, is for free, as we, as we well know. And so looking at this issue, th- this issue actually comes from a bigger problem. And I want to dive into that as well. And, and here's really where that comes from. There's no consensus on what makes a good writer, and there's no consensus on what makes a bad writer. And that's why it's easy to, to have advice, right? Because we really don't know what makes what makes a good writer. We don't know what really makes a bad writer. So it's just it's easy to be completely ambiguous about it. What, what is absolutely crystal clear is that there is consensus at the top of the sport. They they're absolutely absolutely is, the, is, is a certain way to do things because if there was a better way, they would do it. How they ride a MotoGP, World Superbike, AMA, there's a better way they would do it. They're very crystal clear. There's absolute consensus at the top of the sport. But as it trickles down to us, right, that, that's, that's really the issue is that there's no, nothing, there, there is no consensus on that. So I, in researching this a little bit, um, I had a conversation this morning, and, and this is what's interesting in our sport is uh, I, I phoned a friend of mine who um, is one of the head coaches at the UC Davis um, football team. And I asked him, I said, I said I, I'm just curious. I said, is, do you guys teach things a certain way? Is it the UC Davis way? Or you know, how do you guys look at, at, at all of your habits and techniques and fundamentals? And he says, well, we do what the pro, right, the pro guys do. He goes, we, we, you know, we, we look and see what the best guys in the, in the pros are doing. And if, if there was a better way, we would do it. So, and, and even, we were, and we were talking as well as baseball as well. So here we have a sport, baseball, football. And there absolutely is consensus on, on what makes a, a good player and what makes a bad player. Here in our sport, we don't have it. And, and so I'm going to be pretty pointed on, on, on a couple of things when it comes to that. So what makes a good rider? Let's, let's, I'm going to define it. What makes a good rider? A good rider is a rider that can consistently and predictably execute the fundamentals in changing environments. Really, that's it. And this is a rider that can jump on any bike, any track, any road, any day, any grip level, and be able to adjust and adapt. So then, obviously, the opposite is, is what we're looking at, a bad rider, a rider that can't be predictable, a rider that can't execute the fundamentals, a rider that can't change for environments, a rider that, that, that can't adapt and adjust. 
So I want to be I want to be clear on that, and I also want to make sure. And this is something that you'll see in my platform um, coming up very very quickly. Is same thing with instructor training, right? There's no consensus on what makes a good instructor, and there's no consensus on what makes a, a bad instructor. And that's something that uh, I, I will be building a pretty big platform, and uh, I'm going to be very pointed about that as well. So let's give some let's give a few examples of of how this works, and in in how it how it plays out. So the the difference in advice versus versus technique. Uh, I got to work with Elena Myers uh, for, for a bunch of years, and uh, I, I can remember Elena calling me up on a Thursday, I think it was, uh, from Daytona, saying that uh, her bike is slow, um, they're talking about changing motors, um, they're, they've been messing with gearing, but now she's hitting the rev limiter, but the bike won't come off the corner very well, and so her feedback was, my, bike's, my bike is slow, and everybody's gapping me on the banking, and uh, I need to get the bike off, you know, the bike's, the bike's not coming off the corner well. Well, they changed the gearing, and now she's hitting the rev limiter. So she's hitting the rev limiter now, but her bike is still slow off the corner. So the advice was, well, your bike is slow coming off the corner, so you, bet you might as well change the gearing. Well, we had to look at the fundamental problem. The fundamental problem was, is that she wasn't getting the bike slowed and pointed well enough to take advantage of that big drive onto the banking. And once we established where she was letting off the brake and getting the bike slowed and pointed, well, there was the game changer. Now she's driving it past, wheeling past that little, little spot on the chicane instead of just picking the throttle up right there. And it was a massive difference. So realizing that her, the advice was, right, oh, well, let's just change gearing because your bike is slow instead of actually going, well, let's, let's look at your technique. And do you see the difference there? If we have technique, then we have something to go back and, and literally look at our data, look at our, whether it's our internal data with ourselves, we have a fundamental to, to go and dissect and, and look at those things that we're doing. If we have advice, we have, we have nothing. We have nothing to actually do. We have, no, we have nothing to, there's no technique there. So we, it becomes, it's become so open-ended where if we have a technique, then we can start manipulating that technique to get the desired result that we want. And again, there ends up being, there's just a massive difference between the two. So <clears throat> another, another great example of this is uh, working with J.D. Beach up at uh, Thunder Hill a few weeks ago at, at, the, uh, at the Dunlop tire test. And at the tire test, they had some tires that are available that had some, some extra grip. And with J.D., he went out and rode, and, and um, his lap times essentially didn't change all that much um, while he was kind of evaluating tires. And, and so the, the, advice, the, the, the advice that was given was, well, you know, you have to ride harder. Just ride harder and that will work. Well, that didn't work because there, there, was, no, there was nothing specific to a technique at that point. So as, as him and I dissected that and we talked about it, we, we, we came up with the techniques that he was using and we made those techniques more precise and, 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 and more exact so he could get more out of the bike and get more out of the tire. And then, of course, the lap time dropped. So it, it, it's, instead of just going faster, well, that, that doesn't work, for, for, especially for a guy like J.D. Beach. You know, and, and that's something that I'm going to add, add here as well. Here's a, here's a guy, J.D. Beach, or, or even Elena, anybody that's at the top of their sport like that. 
they they're working on that last one percent, that last 0.8 percent of what they're doing. Everybody at that level is that good. So if if you want that last one percent, it has to come from someone that understands what that last one percent is. And if you're just listening to somebody that's giving advice that doesn't understand where that last one percent comes from, you, you're you're not going to be successful, right? You're not going to get your objective. So the harder this gets, the harder the sport gets, the more fine that the sport gets, that, that advice just, just doesn't work, right? We need, we need that technique and specifically where that technique is coming from. So yeah, you want that last 1%? It's got to come from somebody that knows what that last 1% is. So to wrap up a little bit on advice versus technique, I, I, I want you to start, I want you to think about, literally think about what are you looking for? What are you searching for? in this. If you're just searching for advice, great. Wonderful, right? Just make sure your expectation is set as such. If you want to get better at the sport, and and typically we all do want to get better at the sport, start committing to those techniques. Start committing to these fundamentals that, that I talk about. Listen to the other podcasts. Uh, listen to some of the articles. Read some of the articles that are on my website and, and you know come, come train with us. So <laughs> realize Okay, now you're committed to doing this sport and you want to get better at these techniques. Listen to one voice. It doesn't have to be necessarily my, my voice, but listen to one voice. Stick with that voice. And then once you understand where that, voice, that one voice is, where is that voice coming from? And what is the credibility of that voice? I, I, again, regardless if it's mine or somebody else's, that's great. But when, when you start listening to so many different people and so many different voices, it's, it, yeah, it just becomes a babbling conversation. So look at the one voice, look at where their credibility is, see where that voice is coming from, and stick with that. So advice versus technique. Think about which one you want and think about where it's coming from, and it'll make a massive, massive difference in your writing. Thanks.